You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour. We forgot EAS. I blame America. We forgot it was a Tuesday. So you guys heard the it's siren the first in the middle. Day of the week. It in, shouldn't be Tuesday. In the in the middle of our sentence. Um Okay, so Seattle Joe, to answer your question, he said, Was anybody out there projecting this latest four star commit today, or was it just random? Um I as we were saying, Omarion Miller officially in. He's committed to Nebraska and Mickey Joseph, formerly an LSU commit, now is a Nebraska commit. However, uh, we were not expecting this one today. Um, He was not scheduled to commit today. It was just kind of random. And we do know, though, that Dylan Rogers, a linebacker from Cypress, Texas, is committing tonight at 5 p.m. Nebraska feels like they're in a pretty good spot with him. I would agree. Everything I've heard, Nebraska fans should be in for some good news. There you go, Rico. Look at that, Rico. Give us that linebacker. Dylan Rogers will be a commit to Nebraska by what time is he committing again? 5.02. 5.02 today. 5.02 p.m. Uh, Dan Dan tweeted at us. You can always get in touch with the show that way. Nick underscore standard at Radio Rico AC. He says, change the sign. It's been zero days since we've let the EMS siren go off. Hey, don't worry, Dan. I sent you a picture. We changed it. It's so, EAS, but it's fine, Dan. Yes, EAS. But it's okay, Dan. You can say EMS. I knew what you meant. Here we go. So EAS is back to zero. It's been zero weeks. How many weeks? Since we screwed up. How, so seven was our highest. Seven was high. Yeah. Seven was our highest. That's How what we had to erase today. We, we're we going to get this, all right? We're going to get double digits. You know the best way? We're know. getting double digits. I guarantee. I get, I'm doing it right now. Save it. Clip it. Start record. Start your recording devices right now. Start Are you record, ready? Start your recording devices. Three, two, one. The happy hour will get to double-digit EAS mm-hmm. weeks correct starting next Tuesday. <laughs> That's the worst part is we can't do this every day. Nope. Like, we just have to wait. We're going to get it. So I believe in us. So hold on. We need to figure this out here. Um, ten weeks would give us. Where would that put us? All right, so it put us, let's see, four, six, seven, eight. September nine. 13th. Yep. September 13th. Who will Nebraska be Oklahoma. coming off of a win off of? Oh, uh, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. They'll be going in to play Oklahoma. They'll be going in to play Oklahoma. It's going to be a big week. They'll be 3-0 and going to play Oklahoma, and we'll be at 10 weeks. That'll be a big week. For us. <laughs> yeah, not for Nebraska. Not for Nebraska. Forget no, Nebraska. You, you, you're welcoming Oklahoma. That doesn't yeah, it doesn't. Who cares? Nobody cares about the Big Twelve. I'm excited for that week. We have some. We have a lineup. Yeah, that that week is going to be fun. Um, okay, so let's talk with this Pac-12, Rico. Big Pack. Once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond Text Line. Uh, there's there's been a lot of discussion about conference realignment. Obviously, there was a report today of uh, from CBS Sports rate or CBS Sports that. Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, and Oregon, and Washington are in deep discussions to join the Big 12. Now, this is huge because the Pac-12 is now going to 
renegotiate a media right, and as you can expect and understand, their value has dropped dramatically. Tremendously. Yeah, tremendously. For obviously losing USC and UCLA. Granted, they lose Oregon, Washington, Utah. That's the next tier of teams. And then Arizona State, Arizona, and Colorado. Leaving them with Washington State, Oregon State, California, and Stanford, who right now are not very successful college football programs. And they're not really talking to anybody. No, no. Or or nobody is in discussion at even considering to bring them in. The the most the most that you've seen any of those teams named is when people have their own suggestions on who they should bring in. Exactly. Namely me talking about the Big Ten should go after Stanford. I still so, think they should. Okay, so I was questioning about that on Vershawn's show today. That the Big Ten so if you're if you're the Big Ten conference, let's just talk about this right now. Let's play the hypothetical game. Ooh, I love this game. If the Big Twelve does indeed get Washington, Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State, mm-hmm. What does the Big Ten do? And the answer, now that Oregon and Washington and and maybe even Utah are off the board, it's you have to get Notre Dame and Stanford. Have to get Notre Dame and Stanford. It's necessary. First you, off, like, they like, you do. They, they they have a rivalry game, so they would that, that's they exactly would be able to saying. play. That that's part yeah. of the you know the Big Ten is big on rivalry. Game. It's a trophy mm-hmm. game. Big Ten, big trophy game conference. Everybody and a big that. tradition conference. Everybody knows that. So you get Stanford, Notre Dame, uh, the academics line up for what the Big Ten says that they they uh, want to uphold the academic standard for all of these universities. Um, and you'll be, you know, triple dipping in California with a school that, despite the lack of success the past few years, has a deep-rooted tradition in Every other sport, every sport mm-hmm. really. They have a million sports that they that they have uh, they stake claim to. They they have the most national championships across all sports than any other school. Like the Stanford is a powerhouse not only in football, well not football currently, but in in a, in a lot of other NCAA sanctioned events. I mean, they made the college, they made the college world series in baseball this year. Their volleyball team is always strong. Um, I don't know much about their softball team. If they even have a softball team, but I assume that they would be a pretty good squad as well. Like Stanford is a good school. Well, the big 10 should look at it's, look it's just, at. it's just academic prestige as well. Like that's the biggest part of it. Um, yeah, but we're not talking academics. We're talking sports. Well, let's be real. Uh, Big 12, here's what Cleveland Mike says on the text line. Big 12 makes a ton of sense for the two Arizona schools, Colorado and Utah. Um, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, and Washington have to be praying that the Big 10 comes calling. Oregon State and Washington State are doomed to the Mountain West. Now, what, what's interesting, Cleveland Mike, y- you say that Cal, Stanford, Oregon, and Washington have to be praying that the Big 10 comes calling. What, what's interesting about this whole thing is, is immediately our minds wander to geography and, and whether or not that plays a part into where anybody's going. And as we've seen, right, the development of the last couple months, whether it's UCF to the Big 12, whether it's BYU to the Big 12, or whether it's USC and UCLA to the Big 10, geography don't mean jack anymore. Geography is gone. And so that's where I want to bring into this conversation, like, what does the ACC do now? Because the Big 12, what they, and this is why this move is big today, or, or what this, why this news is big today from a college football sense, is that the Big 12, if they are to get these next six teams into their conference, they have not, I would say, pretty close to solidify themselves 
as one of the three bigger conferences in the country, Mm -hmm. the Big Ten, SEC, and then the Big 12. Because it was kind of just a a wait-and-see approach from from here, or excuse me, in the the country, when you're looking at what the ACC would do or the Big 12. It's like the Spider-Man guns, like pointing at each other, like who's going to shoot first, or in the office when Dwight, Andy, and, and Michael are doing that. Like... It's just like, all right, who's gonna who's gonna blink first? And today, it seems like the Big Twelve has blinked first. So it's kind of interesting because now it's like, if you're the ACC, who do you go get? Washington State and Oregon State? Like that's the biggest ones out there. Like I understand geography doesn't mean anything, but that's weird. Exactly. And so that's, that's that is literally. I mean, I understand the Big Ten. Look. Everybody's clowning the Big Ten because you got Rutgers and and then USC and UCLA. But you mm-hmm. think Big Ten, you're not really considering, you know, Rutgers going all the way out to California. I understand it has to happen, and they're part of the Big Ten. But when you think Big Ten, you're thinking northern Midwest teams, northern Midwest schools, and California. Yeah, it's far, but it's not that far. The ACC is literally the Atlantic Coast Conference. The Pac-12 is the Pacific Athletic Conference. Like, that is completely – like, you're flying across every other state – to get to a to a Washington well, State or an, or an Oregon State if you're the ACC. Well, geez, I mean, think about this. And you Rico, imagine Miami going to play Washington State. Well, that's what I just. I mean, think about this. It's more realistic here because we we have news that it's being discussed. Is that Washington, if they join the Big Twelve, they're going to be playing UCF, Washington, and going to Orlando or or UCF going to Spokane. Like Jeez. it's 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 actually going to happen. So that's where it's like geography doesn't mean anything. So if you're the ACC and you want to stay somewhat competitive or somewhat at the top, which doesn't really feel like they do right now because they've just kind of been sitting on their heels, just kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. And, and in more discussions than not, you're talking about what teams can you steal from the ACC rather than what teams are going to be stolen by the ACC. And so if you're sitting here going, well, crap. Or excuse me, it's not in Spokane. Sorry. Thank you. Anyway, whatever. Um, you sure? I, I'm pretty sure. I thought it was. I'm pretty sure they are. We're going to find this. Oh, it says UW is a multi-campus university. Oh, in, boo. In Seattle. Yeah, so it's it's a couple places. Anyway. Gonzaga's in Spokane. Gonzaga. Um, anyway. Washington. They're going to have to go to Washington. Whatever. Florida to Washington. Gee whiz. All right, so if, if you're sitting here and you're going, the ACC is going to... Um, kind of fold like they got to do something here and and the best the best four teams remaining are Oregon State Washington State Cal and um and Stanford ACC uh, Notre Dame doesn't really want to go to the ACC it feels like because Notre Dame is going to want to stay on top I mean we heard the rumblings that they were trying to get out of their ACC contract exactly I haven't heard much since then but there were rumblings so it's just kind of interesting to see how this thing's going to unfold. Because I, I, I'm curious, does the Big Ten want to go get Virginia and Virginia Tech? You keep a rivalry and you kind of start making your way Those are two down. good schools. You're right. And you, start, you talk about from a basketball perspective as well, mm-hmm. like we talk about other sports other than football. Um, Virginia and Virginia Tech would be good gets for the Big Ten. If the, if the conference, once again, if geography truly doesn't matter, which it shows that it doesn't, if it truly doesn't matter, then I wouldn't be surprised to see the Big Ten start to make their way into, bring their footprint into the, the southeastern part of the country. 
It, I mean, it, it like, would only make sense. It, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, Spread yourself out, and and Cleveland might kind of make a, a point. point. And if you if you think about what our good friend Nathan Brennan was talking about, the ACC being predominantly a basketball conference. Football brings in the money, but they're mostly a basketball conference. The ACC would be smart. This is from Cleveland Mike. The ACC would be smart to try to lure WVU and Kansas away from the Big 12. WVU makes sense from a geographical standpoint, so that that would fit perfectly with them. And then Kansas, if you're really talking basketball and being a basketball conference, basketball first, I mean, Kansas would be amazing to to bring in for the ACC. But if – look, if you would have asked me which conference would have been – you know, cannibalized first. I don't think I would have been looking at the Pac-12, you know, before the USC-UCLA news. I think I might have been looking at the ACC. I can't really give you a good reason for that, aside from the fact that Clemson has just been sitting on top for the longest time, and the other traditional powers in the ACC haven't been able to find solid footing for many years. So I would have thought that maybe those traditional powers would have thought, you know what, maybe we can find some footing in a different conference. But... The Pac-12, unfortunately, may be the first conference to be cannibalized and, and taken off the map. It's 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 really confusing and troubling. I mean, not really troubling. I guess I'm, I'm excited to see if it does happen, uh, what all the other teams are going to do. But I'm concerned at the f- remaining four schools and what they're going to do. Do they try to convince the Mountain West Conference to become the Pac-12? Do they join the Mountain mm-hmm. West? Does the Pac-12 completely dissolve? Like, is the Pacific Conference gone? Or do they bring in, you know, the Western Athletic Conference or the Mountain West Conference? So this this is an article I just ran across, and it's just updated, let's see, it would have been an hour ago. So this is pretty fresh. Um, this comes from Lane Higgins of the Wall Street Journal. And says, the the title of the article is, UCLA and USC have moved on. What happens to everyone else in the country? Notre Dame, the ACC, and the remaining members of the Pac-12 must figure out how to play their hands amid the college football consolidation. Here's, I'm just going to take a sliver out of this, because I was just reading through this as Rico was kind of talking there. Um, Since Friday, 10 schools have reached out to Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. Whoa. A long-tenured athletic director within the conference said, this is like a Rubik's Cube. There will be more movement before all sides are aligned. Ten schools. So there you go. You want to try and name them? Well, I mean, right off the top, I mean, it's probably Notre Dame, and then you would have to assume that a bulk of those are Pac-12, if yeah. not all of them and not Notre Dame. Well, you could throw the six the six that are moving to the Big 12. Exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure they, they gave, a, gave a ring to Kevin Warren. So that's six, Notre Dame, seven. You need three more. You didn't get anybody in the Big 12? I, I don't know. Not if they knew that this was happening. ACC? You think that's a, you that's think the a Boston thing. College, a Virginia, a Virginia Tech? That's what I'm saying. Like, What about like a Boston College reaching out to the Big 10? Boston College is a weird school. That, I don't know that is a weird school. I, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I've, it's really fascinating. Let's, let's kind of sit on that for a second. We'll give our thoughts. Um, want to hear from you guys, 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line. How do you guys think this is all going to play out? What should happen? Um, we'll we'll kind of revisit this on the other side and talk a little NBA coming up in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7, the ticket and theticketfm.com. 
In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms, optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption, and adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end -end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte.